host of the hardcore legend Mick Foley, and you are listening to the Rough House Podcast. Yeah! Behold, a podcast for the ages. Recorded live from the interdimensional terror vortex of their subterranean dwellings comes the Rough House Podcast version 3.0. Two galactic warriors put down their war hammers and battle axes to perform a more noble task. Complaining about professional wrestling on internet purchased microphones. Now with more Simpsons references and Kota Ibushi thirst. This is the Rough House Podcast with Marty and Christoph. Hello everybody and welcome to the Rough House Podcast episode number 253 for November 28, 2021. I'm Marty. And I'm Christoph and I'm hoping we get at least 53 spins on this. That would be, (laughs) that would be, that would be great. Let's, let's, 253, I would shit my pants in joy. Let's uh, make me shit my pants. Tell your friends about the show. Yeah. All right. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your enemies, friends, because Oh boy, oh boy, do we have something fun to get into at the top of the show. Do we, though? The World Wrestling Federation. For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. Chris, when you think of the Survivor Series, what do you think of? I think of the gobbledygooker hatching out of an egg. Tremendous, because guess what, Chris? <laughs> this year we was all this. about a goddamned egg. Somebody but stole no. my egg. Stole your egg. Yeah. Someone stole my $100 million egg. Call the cops. Get out of your chair and go call oh, the cops. Please, thank you. He is spittily. Very spittily. No one told Vince to clear his throat before that segment. You got to expectorate there, pal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Vince McMahon showed up at Survivor Series, which, of course, is the one time a year, except for all the other times where Raw and SmackDown collide. Uh Battle for brand supremacy. And in this battle for brand supremacy, we decided to focus on a prop from The Rock's movie. Right. But was the movie ever even addressed because apparently there were a lot of people who were confused as to what the fuck this egg was happening they did did talk about it but the way that it was talked about made it even more confusing now now uh earlier this year way back in may if you can remember may it was a time Uh, before vaccines and uh you know we were so young then uh choose to not remember it there was a a zombie lumberjack match Yes. Featuring The Miz that he got injured in. Uh, right. That was cross-promotion by Netflix. Netflix paying WWE to cross-promote mm-hmm. Army of the Dead, the Zack Snyder zombie to-do that was yeah. on the Netflix service. So Netflix, again, paid, from my understanding, seven to eight figures. What? Multi-million <laughs> dollar deal. To have WWE promote Red Notice, uh-huh. their latest way of burning a gigantic pile of cash and handing a good chunk of it to Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot. Yeah, the past, present, and future of the DCEU. Yes. Um, as uh, many have said, Red Notice, it's a film that happens in front of you when you hit play. <laughs> See, I feel like, did you 
try and make sense of it or like think about it because it's not a movie where you you try and oh no 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 no, no, this is a movie where you turn your brain off and watch uh attractive people shoot big big because the minute you do it falls apart i'm not going to spoil too much for you but there's a twist at the end that the more you think about it the entire movie doesn't make a lick of goddamn sense true however netflix paying wwe to promote red notice at Survivor Series, which was celebrating the 25th anniversary of The Rock, which in and of itself was a celebration that was done through the entire night. There were video mm-hmm. packages showing classic rock moments. There was a 25-man battle royal sponsored by Pizza Hut. I'm not making this up. Uh, <laughs> sponsored by Pizza Hut, where uh, there were 25 people, one for each year since The Rock debuted, not one for each year of The Rock's wrestling career because he left years ago. Yeah. Uh, and he may come back eventually. Uh, but The Rock never showed up. The Rock was not on the show, meaning The Rock did more for a random impact show where they put fucking Ken Shamrock in their Hall of Fame than he did for the 25th anniversary of his own career. So they have at the top of the show, Vince McMahon show up in a limo. He is greeted really by. Using, I would, I, you know, just uh, I'm sorry <laughs> yeah. to interrupt. I want one time for Vince to show up in like a fucking Datsun or like a, uh, a Fiat. Uh, uh, Could uh, you a, imagine a, Vince McMahon jumping out of a Fiat? Uh, a, a, a a 57 Chevy with the rooftop down, like fucking rhythm and blues style. That's what I want. Oh my god! Or he yeah. just he shows up for some reason in uh, the the back loading entrance of the Barclays Center on one of the WrestleMania three carts. <laughs> you know, if they really wanted to do the tie-in with the movie, you just have them show up with Hitler's car. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that would just th- – there you go. Really right? tie yeah, together. But synergy, he shows maybe. up. Uh, the Raw and SmackDown rosters are there applauding his appearance because okay, everyone so is right. a geek. Yes. I'd, yeah, and I'll stop you again here because this is another fucked up thing. So this happened, uh, you know, three days, two, three, four days, something like that after these people – who were being forced to applaud their maniac septuagenarian boss. Yes. Uh, they were applauding him after their friends got fired yes. a couple days prior by yes. aforementioned manic septuagenarian boss. Yes. Which is fucked up. But go ahead. So he, ca- he gets out of his limo. They're applauding him. They stop applauding. He holds up this golden egg and he right. gestures to them so that they'll applaud the egg. Mm-hmm. This egg is the literal MacGuffin Mm -hmm. of Red Notice. Yes. It is a movie prop. However, and this is really key, in WWE kayfabe, Mm -hmm. in the story that they're presenting, it's real. Yes. $150 million gold Cleopatra's egg. Yes. It's the real egg. And The Rock gave it to Vince McMahon as a thank you. Uh Uh-huh. So, Rock, the movie star, uh-huh. was an a character in the movie Red Notice, fake uh-huh. movie, real egg, apparently, uh-huh. real egg given by actor to Vince McMahon. By, yeah, the actor who was promoted and um, it, his virtues extolled throughout the entire show that he couldn't send a cell phone video to. No, he fucking sent a... Uh, a 30 second happy Thanksgiving America video to the fucking Macy's parade, but he can't show up 
for 10 seconds. He can't do a fucking cameo selfie video. Yeah. For Survivor Series. He can, however, send a movie prop, which we now have to believe is worth $100 million. Yeah. It's absurd. To say well, the, least. the egg got stolen. Over oh, the no. Of the show. You don't say. Yes. Hence that audio clip as he berated Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville, who were very invested in the Raw versus SmackDown battle, because no matter what, they both win. Yeah, that's why they were into it. So they are sent to call the cops and everything, and both the Raw and SmackDown rosters had to be at a half-filled Barclays Center the following night for Monday Night Raw. My money is on the gobbledygooker, clearly, uh, to who stole the egg. Has has the story been resolved yet? Or is it oh, still it got resolved. It got, re- got okay. resolved on Monday night, and you're going to love what happened. I doubt. I highly doubt. You're going to love what happened and you're going to like the way you look. I give you the Joseph A. Bank guarantee. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks, Joey. 17 suits for the price of one. (laughs) (laughs) So the following night, the cops are there. We're all rosters there. I was drinking. (laughs) The Smackdown rosters there. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Without the people they fired the week prior. Okay. Yes. And... Sammy Zayn dimed out the man who stole the egg. Okay. Uh, who did he say stole the egg? Turned out to be true. Austin Theory stole the egg. Recent Raw edition, Austin Theory stole the egg. Okay. Wild uh, thought here. Wasn't Cleopatra a very young uh, queen of Egypt? Yes. Back in, uh, yeah, during yeah. her ruling so, days, so, like in her. Uh, so you think that's why Austin I Theory think, was, I think was that's naturally gravitating toward the Because he uh, tends to like yeah. those uh, those uh, not quite legal uh, aged ladies. He explained his theory as to why. Uh, his Austin I'm, theory? His Austin theory. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, he explained. <laughs> Danger's his, his middle name. <laughs> Austin Danger Theory, yes. Uh, he explained his theory. Uh, as to why he stole the egg. Okay. All right. All right. He wanted to take a selfie with it. Okay. Those, I was, you know what? I was going to jokingly say. millennials. I was going to jokingly say he wanted to film a TikTok with it. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's Six that's of one, half about, dozen of another. You were there. That's about spot on. So, he, he took the egg because he wanted to take a selfie with it. He did not return the egg because of all the cops. He got scared. And you know what? Huh. Vince McMahon appreciated his honesty and gave him a world title shot against Big E in the main event of Raw. Okay, okay hold on. All right, there's a lot to unpack here. So first of all, the reason Austin the- we we know the reason why Austin Theory tried to avoid the cops. Let's let's be <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, that that is that is well established. He, they did not want. He did yeah, not. And want, if you don't uh, know, just authority figures going through his phone. Out equals. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Okay. So because of his honesty of thievery, he got a world title shot. Yes. Uh-huh. Which infuriated Sami Zayn. Uh, yeah. No fucking shit. Well, great news on SmackDown on Friday. Mm-hmm. They decided to have a Black Friday battle royal with the winner getting a future oh. title shot against Roman Reigns. Okay. All right. 
this, of course, was, oh, five days after the last Battle Royal, which literally had no point whatsoever. This one actually had a title shot assigned to it. Okay. All right. It appeared as if Jeff Hardy won it, to the delight of the North Carolina crowd. Sure. Of course, Sami Zayn had been eliminated by being tossed through the middle rope. Ah. And even though Jeff Hardy's music was playing... Sami Zayn eliminated Jeff Hardy from behind. Sami Zayn will be getting a future title shot against Roman Reigns, which was underlined the the importance <laughs> and the 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 draw of this yeah. world title match was underlined as they immediately cut backstage to Roman Reigns in his locker room having a full on pissing himself giggle fit. <laughs> I mean, you know, if they're keeping a kayfabe, that's the reaction he <laughs> kind of want to have. Because yes. there's not a snowball's chance in hell that yes. uh, Sami Zayn is beating Roman Reigns for this title. But yeah, uh, it, it, more on this uh, Roman Reigns to do in a moment. In case uh, you're wondering, Chris, and I know yeah. you are, uh, the final count for uh, Survivor Series was two matches were won by SmackDown and every other fucking match was won by Raw. Wow. Yeah. Okay. SmackDown won the pre-show match and the main event because the main event was Roman was Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everything else Raw swept. Yes. Everything wow. else. Exciting. Uh, including multiple uh, multi-person tags where people were just eliminated by count out. Always good. Including uh, Kevin Owens uh, just leaving the multi-man uh, Raw versus SmackDown tag. Like, Hopefully that's indicative of Kevin Owens leaving WWE in a couple months. There, there, I did see some people tweet, I'm saving this screenshot for January. So Yeah, let's yeah. fucking go. So we got, we got that going for us. Uh, on the Roman Reigns front, you'll be pleased to know uh, that over the course of the aforementioned episode of SmackDown, uh, I, I forget her last name, but fucking Kayla, who is the one of the you know, Kayla Randy, Braxton, Kayla Braxton. Thank you. Kayla. One of I the, I talk- know that due to the subreddit wrestle with the plot. There we go. Kayla Braxton, <laughs> uh, was talking about how she had a big announcement to reveal. Uh, huh. Yeah. Big something. And it was explained over the course of the evening that Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville who run raw and SmackDown mm-hmm. didn't know what the announcement was. So where's this announcement coming from? I don't know, but she announced at the end of the show Does that the Brock talk Lesnar's now? indefinite suspension was up. And is is the egg slipping notes? Does the egg have Hornswoggle's voice? <laughs> Did the gold egg from under the ring uh, activate a laptop for the anonymous Raw general manager? The anonymous Raw egg. <laughs> yeah, and then Michael Cole heard the uh, the yeah. Apple text message notification yeah. sound. Ladies and gentlemen, and, uh, if I have ladies and gentlemen, please. <laughs> the anonymous wow. raw egg. This is some garbage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you'll also be happy to know that uh, Adam Pierce and Sonya yeah. Deville are now both heels, and that's okay. what they're trying to use to get Drew McIntyre over on SmackDown. But they run both shows. <laughs> I don't fucking know, dude. Okay. For those of you not watching the video version, I just threw my arms up in a gigantic shrug. I, 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 I'm only reporting back the absolutely insipid, inconsequential, and overall shit-tastic writing. They have teams of people working on this every single week. Tens of people, yes. yes. Um, was there any action made by 
local authority figures when Drew McIntyre came in a ring with a battle in a battle royal, swinging a fucking sword, trying to decapitate motherfuckers. No, why would they? Okay, that's attempted murder, bro. Yeah. Well, speaking of attempted murder this week, oh. uh, <laughs> Seth Rollins got jumped by who appeared to be <laughs> legendary indie music star Wesley Willis. <laughs> he just he just wanted him to suck a pit bull's dick. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Rock over <laughs> London, rock on Chicago. I'm taking out Becky Lynch's <laughs> husband. Let's go. Oh no. <clears throat> uh, and, and and the part that I also loved was the cameras stayed on because legitimately the guys in the truck and the guys there no with idea. the cameras just thought it was a storyline. Oh wow. Wow, 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 wow. And I guess the story that came out afterwards yeah, yeah. is that this fellow was being catfished yes. uh, by somebody whom he thought was Seth Rollins yes. and had been sending that person money. Is that yes. also correct? Uh, okay. And his wife, girlfriend, something like that, tried to cash a $3,000 check, uh, which was not legit. So she got arrested for it. Oh, uh, so, you know, uh, dude has, quote unquote, Real issues with Seth Rollins, but of course, Seth Rollins doesn't know uh, anything. And speaking of not knowing anything, uh, Bully Ray took to Busted Open Radio to talk about how Seth now has real heat. That's real heat, brother. Ugh. No, no, that's some guy catfishing him. That's that's what that is. What I will Mr. Note, Ray. what I will note in just kind of a hilarious twist is and I think this is the first time they've been back to the Barclays Center since uh, the last time. And again, I, I could be wrong on timelines, but I believe the last time they were there was when the fan ran and attacked Bret Hart during the Hall of Fame ceremony, Mania oh Weekend God. 2019. Oh, they had to have been back to the Barclays since then. I don't know, because they've only been back on the road a few months. And they went to MSG, mostly. Yeah, but that, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. I mean, I'd imagine later in 2019, maybe. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, someone uh, pointed out that they had access, you know, the guy who hit Brett took basically the same path as the guy who took Seth. They, they have the gigantic screen. I don't know what else yeah. to call it. It's not Titantron anymore. It's just like stage and screen. It's just this big yeah. thing. The entire right side has no fucking security. Smart. And someone just runs up that side as they did when they attacked Brett, as this guy did when he attacked Seth. And then it's just. You can go for it. You can take out a guy. Hey, you know, I mean, shoot your shot. You'll get arrested for it. But hey, you know, get put into a guillotine and then have, you know, Chavo Guerrero tweet out uh, that essentially Seth Rollins is a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Not so yeah. many words. Yeah. Great. Great job, Chavo. Just burying the entire pro wrestling industry when you just got cut from your last gig. Yeah. Ugh. Whatever. So incredibly dumb, so incredibly stupid was this week in WWE. It's just, I I honestly don't know what random low they're going to hit next. Um, well, what's coming up on Netflix soon? I mean, that's, <laughs> that's kind of what we have to look at. Or what, do they have any other, uh, you know, are they going to, uh, um, you know, have one of the Stranger Kids, uh, Stranger Things kids get, uh, <laughs> get kidnapped? And then, you know, if it's, if it's Millie Bobby Brown, look to Austin Theory. Okay, I'm what? telling you right now. Well, uh, it did come out that the uh, – did you remember? And I, I doubt you did because it got, like, no push. Uh, did you remember that um, 
uh, Paramount was doing an animated movie with WWE. An animated movie? Yeah, like CG the animated like the... movie called Rumble. Uh, no, I don't think I ever heard that news. And okay. if you told me, I apologize. No, it's totally fine. It was originally supposed to come out in summer 2020, <laughs> got pushed back, was pushed to 2022, and they just announced this week it's going to hit Paramount Plus on December 15th. Oh, so this was supposed to come out in 2020. So yes. it was probably, uh, you know, uh, the the voiceover was done in late 2019. Yes. Uh, so how many <laughs> – do we know how many people – provided their voice for this that are no longer with the company uh at least based off of the list i'm seeing here everyone's still with the company uh, uh the idea behind rumble is in a world where monster world. wrestling is a global sport and monsters are superstar athletes rumble's teenage winnie seeks to follow in her father's footsteps by coaching a lovable underdog monster into a champion it basically sounds like real steel but monsters instead of robots okay uh, but the monsters are WWE yes. wrestlers. But uh, I, I will say this: the voice cast actually is filled with people who I have heard of: uh, Will Arnett, Terry Crews, okay. Stephen A. Smith, uh, Tony Danza, Tony Shalhoub, Bridget <laughs> Everett, Ben Schwartz, Michael Buffer, Charles Barkley, and Roman Reigns and Becky Lynch. So I think wow. that's going to be the next big thing you get pushed, which is a weird place to be for WWE because they're be promoting the Paramount streaming service mm-hmm. on NBC and Fox programming. Right. While they have a relationship with Netflix, they got yes. the fucking fingers in all the honey jars, baby. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty smart in that regard. Uh, like I, I can't say too many positive things about the current state of WWE, but throwing themselves into all of the streaming services is probably the smartest thing they can do right now. Well, I mean, they've always been whores to a certain extent business wise. True. But uh, yeah, so, with all these different options now, those legs are uh, spread wide. Yeah. Speaking of streaming in WWE, we're going to be getting uh, coming up on December 5th. So next Sunday, good uh-huh. Lord, we're just zooming not through the year, aren't we? <laughs> uh, next Sunday, it's the first NXT special since becoming NXT 2.0. It is not a takeover. Okay. Yeah, it is simply NXT War Games. No takeover in the title. Uh, And the men's uh, War Games will be basically old versus new, as it is Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, Pete Dunne, and L.A. Knight against Braun Breaker, Carmelo Hayes, Tony D'Angelo, and Grayson Waller in War Games. Who? Grayson Waller. Sure. Yes. Okay. I could pick him out of a lineup. Uh, isn't LA Knight only like been in WWE for like a year and a half? Yeah, something like that. But you know, he's like forty years old, so I guess he and counts P- as old. Pete Dunn's like maybe what twenty six, something like that. He he's okay. very young, uh, considering yeah. how long he's been in that company. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but Johnny right. Gargano signed an extension for one week so he could do this match, which should oh, give you an gee, idea. I wonder what'll happen of, next. Yeah. What, what's happening there? He's going to Ring of Honor. What's that? Uh, yeah, that Uh-oh. ain't happen. Oh, God, I really do not care to see Johnny Gargano in AEW. <laughs> I really don't. I mean, he's trained enough of the guys that they have on their roster. So I get I just, uh, that character was so just fucked out. Uh, by the time I stopped watching NXT, I was like, oh, plus I feel like the, 
there's been too much of the bad side of Shawn Michaels psychology been imbued into him. And I don't want that seeping into to AEW. Yeah. I just hope that if they do bring him in, they don't just randomly throw him into the deep end with uh, Adam Cole again. Cause if there's two guys oh, in the company who don't need to work each other possibly ever again. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Um, yeah. It's, it's not great. It's, God, I don't know why they they would even consider signing them. It's just weird. But you know what? Let's talk about that company anyway. It was Thanksgiving week. And in turn, that means AEW returns to Chicago. But before we get into our breakdowns of Dynamite and Rumpage this week, both of which uh, one live, one taped from Chicago, uh, some random stuff from uh, the the rest of the week regarding the AEWs. Uh, First and foremost, the Young Bucks have signed a two-year in-ring extension to uh, their careers. They have double contracts as EVPs and performers. Their performer uh-huh. contracts extended now through 2024, which based off of all indications from the Bucks, I think that's when they hang up the boots. Oh, okay. All right. Well. They, they've talked a lot about retiring sooner than anyone expects. So I, I can it, see that being it for them. Well, I mean, in ring, you mean they, they'd yeah, most yeah, likely yeah. still be EVPs. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. They're going to be EVPs in that company until like they get ousted or something ridiculous happens. Yeah. Um, you know, turns out one of the bucks is really into some of the darker parts of the dark web. Um, <laughs> I think it's going to be Nick. That, that one, <laughs> I guess. Um, other bit of news is Jim Ross uh, will be taking an extended leave of absence from AEW uh, as he is dealing with a one-two punch. of He had back surgery on Monday, which oh, is geez. crazy. Uh, and he's also dealing with skin cancer treatments. So he's going to be yeah. out through at least the December 29th uh, Jacksonville show. That looks like right now that's when he's going to be coming back. So no JR in the booth, which – um, I know Chris, you and I both have been somewhat outspoken about not wanting him in the booth, but probably not this way. Yeah, no, this is not, uh, not the way I wanted this to happen. Uh, obviously, you know, don't want, don't wish any ill will on the guy. He's yeah. been through a lot the past couple of years. Um, just yeah. Wish him, uh, wish him the best in his, uh, treatment and recovery and, um, curious, have they announced, if there's going to be a third in the booth for dynamite or they, they haven't said anything yet, which leads me to believe we won't know until the show kicks off on. Wednesday. Oh God, please don't be Jericho. Please don't be Jericho. Yeah, please don't uh, be Jericho. Personally, I really, really, really want it to just be uh Excalibur Taz and Tony. That's yeah. That's like, a that dream is, team that right is the there. best of all worlds, all yes. combinations like Ricky Starks is growing on me and everything, but yeah, uh, uh, he's not yet. He's yeah. not ready for primetime player. No, let's no. Uh, let's, let's yeah. keep him. Keep uh, keep. <laughs> yeah, keep him in the Tim Meadows there. spot. That's that's yeah. what we need. <laughs> <laughs> the Daryl Hammond of AEW, <laughs> Ricky Starks, <laughs> musical guest Marco Stunt. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, it was in Chicago that Dynamite, the Thanksgiving Eve edition, and because they're in Chicago, they had to kick off with CM Punk. Yes. And uh, this was a segment a lot of people were talking about. Uh, I'm actually very interested to get your take on it, as CM Punk and MJF proceeded to have a 20-minute promo off. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, if he took all the pauses for applause and reaction and, and you know, uh, clap back at the crowd, you probably would have trimmed six, six seven minutes yes. off the whole thing. Um, yeah. But I feel like in a situation like this, with those two in that mm-hmm. city, mm-hmm. you had to let it breathe. You had yeah. to. I, I think it was really well executed, although it went 20-some minutes I don't think it necessarily felt like 20 minutes. No, 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 no. If there's there's two guys who I would feel comfortable giving 20 minutes just to just fill up the show off the top of their head, it's those two. I will say at the same time, this did not have the same gripping drama of, say, Punk Kingston. Which well, there's a lack of history there for that, right? Right, but it's like there was a, there was a lot more juice for a lot smaller squeeze for Punk Kingston. This yeah. I enjoyed, but there's also part of me that was like, maybe this got a little masturbatory. Maybe I mean, this was a little look at how clever I can be. I don't know. I don't know. I know. I know that sometimes that sticks onto your craw. The 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 work shooting nature of everything, and and hey, some of it. Some of it got me like I, I legit cracked up at a few of the lines. Uh, yeah. I, I, I legitimately enjoyed uh, like of the shots that they made at certain people. I thought the triple H shot from uh, punk, punk to triple yeah. H or sorry, triple H to MJF about, you know, mm-hmm. the only way you're going to um, only way you're going to be the number one guy is if Tony ever has a daughter and you marry her. I thought yeah. that was that was good. MJF just kind of randomly throwing out, oh, you know, you couldn't beat the you can't see me guy, you couldn't beat the King of Kings, blah blah blah. Yeah, not not quite as good. Um, I did, however, enjoy uh, MJF saying uh, that you know Punk's a kiss ass, and it seems anymore the only things that might be important to him are hustle, loyalty, and respect. Like I thought that was clever, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I and you know, even though I knew it happened and I watched it later, the the less famous Miz line uh, was still still really good. And you know, as great as some of the barbs verbally were, I think one of the best things about this was the performance of the two guys involved. I mean, Punk and MJF, their 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 mannerisms, their facial reactions throughout the whole thing. Punk just kind of. Standing there, arms crossed, like, all right, man, go ahead. You got your yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You have the mic. Let's fucking go. Uh, and he no-sold verb, you know, like um, uh, facially a lot of those uh, insults. Um, and I think MJF overreacted comically the right way in mm-hmm. a lot of those mm-hmm. certain things. So, you know, the content aside, the performances super strong on both ends. And, you know, if this is part one of a few – then yeah. I'm, I'm for it. Yeah. I, I, my only request would be, Hey, maybe, you know, have it go five or 10. Instead oh of no, 20. you can't do, you can't do this yeah, all the time. You can't, uh, but I mean, for a first time ever in Chicago, you had to, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had yeah. To and and it was the Thanksgiving Eve show. So sure. a, a lot of things you can kind of brush off of, Hey, who's watching television anyway. Right. Besides yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that led right into after the commercial break, CM Punk versus QT Marshall, which while it was a well put together match, why the fuck did this need to go this long? 
this There's should have been absolutely no reason why QT Marshall needed yeah. to hang with Punk that yeah. long. There needed to be a moment where, you know, QT Marshall's goons got involved. There's miscommunication. Punk picks him up, go to sleep. One, two, three. Everybody goes happy. And we're done in what? Five minutes? Uh, yeah, it's back well, and I, forth I, shit. I put the over under at three because <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's what it probably should have been. I thought because I had it was on at the bar where I was doing my trivia game and I looked up and I saw Punk's intro. And then a couple of minutes later, I see MJF. I was like, man, that match was quick. Uh, and then I, I was I texted you like, who won the match? He's like the match hasn't happened yet. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Punk got that. He got Punk got 25 uh, percent of that show. Yeah, he did. He did. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. Math. Yeah. Yeah, I can do he, math. He got an entire is. 30 minutes of that show <laughs> just existing. Yeah. Uh, we went backstage. I mean, in Chicago. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, but we went backstage. It was Christian Cage with Jurassic Express saying that Jurassic Express has all the momentum in the world. The confidence is sky high. Jurassic Express is a top-ranked tag team in AEW. And Christian, he's going to make sure they win the championships, which I took. And maybe I'm wrong, Chris, as Christian's going to fuck over Jurassic Express. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it's time, you yeah. know, this is the, the mentor mentee relationship uh, is kind of, I think, hit all the spots it needed to at this point. Uh, JB's learned a fair amount from Christian, I'm sure. Yeah. Luchasaurus continues to just growl at the end of every promo, which is starting to get a little annoying. The guy's a PhD. <laughs> he knows how to talk. Let the yes. dinosaur talk, for Christ's sake. Um, hashtag let the dinosaur talk, for Christ's sake. And, you know, uh, <laughs> Marco Stunt is somewhere combing his hair in a yeah, bathroom. I, I, what happened? <laughs> Did he get quietly released and we haven't seen anything? What happened? I, I, don't, I mean, yeah. you know, you're not going to... Use them to get thrown off of, um, you well, know, I, a, a top I, rope or I, I something. Know what then why, Look, I, uh, I, I pointed out it all out. Breaking news? Uh, no, no, I pointed it out at, at, no, at full, full gear. gear. Yeah, did it again. I did it again. I pointed it out at full gear. They signed yeah. Jonathan Gresham. They already have a new short guy. But the thing <laughs> is, he's constantly underneath. Like you mean Jay Lethal? Just zoom out. Like the live crowd sees him. They love him. They th- yeah. think he's great. Well. Uh, the people in the cheap seats love him. The the ones uh, sitting on the floor, they can't see him. Uh, but, you know, he's he's adding a lot to the show. So it's like an ant, an ant colony situation there. <laughs> no, they already have an ant. And he was on Rampage. <laughs> he was what? Worker ant? Fire. Fire ant. Fire ant. Yes. Okay. Um, Eddie Kingston was backstage eating cake. <laughs> God bless Eddie Kingston, man. He's, so, he's such a fucking natural. I, I just... <laughs> I want a reality series of Eddie. Like, and I don't want a scripted reality. I need like just cameras following Eddie Kingston around his everyday routine. Yeah. Cause that's entertainment to me. This so, guy. So he's backstage. He shouts out John Moxley. Uh, he's quickly interrupted by Daniel Garcia in 2.0. They're cutting a promo about how Kingston uh, sucks and, and what have you. While Kingston is yelling in the background, just let me eat my cake. Let me eat my cake. And then he said, uh, you know what? We, we're we offering you some help because you couldn't help your friend Moxley, which pisses Kingston the uh-huh. fuck off. Understandably uh-huh. so. He gets in the face of 2.0. Daniel Garcia grabs a cup of coffee, throws it in Kingston's face, and uh, they're going to have a match on Rampage, which they did do, which we'll talk about in a moment or two. Yeah, I loved Garcia, you know, pulling the uh, the chair around Dangerous Mind style and yeah. just like coming right up on Eddie and just staring him down the whole time. Yeah. For as non-intimidating as his physical features are, his mannerisms, uh, Daniel Garcia, intimidating. Mm-hmm. And I like it. Yeah, yeah. Like, liked it a lot. Um, He's a little scrappy-do guy. <laughs> yes. Let me at him. Let me at him. 
Uh, then we had the Gun Club versus Bear Country. The Gun Club have a new theme. I mean, Billy Gunn used it Friday before on Rampage. They have a new theme, which may be as weird a choice of theme as the Midnight Express theme is for FDR. I don't um, even remember what it sounded like. It, it basically sound. It really could be music used in a softcore porn. That's pretty much oh. where we're at. Got some soft saxophone happening there. Uh, Mellow sax. Really cheesy synths. Uh, Okay. I I equally admire it, yet I'm very confused by it. It is. It is a choice. which of the uh, the the dumb sons of a gun are a uh, is a rapper Colton? Is uh, Colton Colton is a rapper and he was in the match. It was him and Billy against Bear Country. Okay. Um, they ended up winning after Colton hits a Colt forty five. Went down smooth. <laughs> uh, Darby Allen's music hits. Stings Can we get Billy D. Williams to walk them out to the ring at one point? <laughs> <laughs> Um, sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, Darby Allen's music hits. Sting comes out. Sting now coming out to Darby's music, in case you're wondering who the star is these days. Well, um, Austin Gunn runs up the ramp to attack Sting, but oh. gets yeeted down the ramp by fucking Darby shooting out like a Jesus missile. Jesus fucking Christ, this guy <laughs> throws his body like I've never seen before. It is with zero, dis- zero regard. For his own well-being. I, it was beautifully violent, and I loved it. Austin Gunn shoots shits his pants. The gun club gets chased off, and Darby and Sting stand tall. Because yeah. that feud must continue. So, for some reason. Uh, it got announced that AEW Battle of the Belts will be in Charlotte, woo, North Carolina, on January 8th. So that'll be the same night as the New Japan Noah show, which is definitely making it look like no one from AEW is going to be at Wrestle Kingdom, but we'll see. We'll see. Well, at least none of the champions. Yeah, you know, I wasn't expecting Pedro Guevara to go over there. Sammy would actually be kind of awesome to go. It would be awesome. Throw him in fucking Best of the Super Juniors next year. Let's fucking oh, go fuck yeah. for Lucha Bros and World Tag League. Yeah, throw Daniel Bryan and G One. Yeah, and throw fucking pretty Peter Avalon somewhere else in AEW. Like, <laughs> just put him back in the locker where yeah. he belongs. Yeah. Him and Sean Spears can hang out in there together. Oh, God. So it was an HR benefits meeting. Where is everybody? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Why is it scheduled to go the entire length of Dynamite? Oh, oh. Oh. I can't get my chair in here. Says no Spears's club. <laughs> We're allowed to have one. <laughs> I can groom my mustache in here. <laughs> cell phone. I can groom little boys. Oh, good God! Adam Cole and Bobby. Give yourself a vibe. <laughs> Peter Avalon. He does. Adam Cole and Bobby Fish were backstage. Adam Cole's all pissed off, but he said it's okay because he's got his best friend Bobby Fish, and here comes. <laughs> Chucky T, Willie Yuta, and OC. Cole makes fun of all of them and then says, hey, why don't we go against you two on Rampage? So the match was made to find out who the bestest of friends truly are and were. Then we went backstage again. Team Taz was at a conference table with Leo Rush and Dante Martin. Yeah, in a, in a like the room was definitely in the bowels of the whatever center they were in in Chicago. Yeah, um, and the idea is, uh, you know, this was the official moment. Is Dante going to or not sign with Team Taz? And hey, Dante signed with Team Taz. 
unexpectedly i did yeah. not uh would not have seen that happening especially with leo rush being right there looking dumbfounded uh, yeah he, but the mo- he looked legitimately the way dante unintentionally does in every promo <laughs> but in keeping with uh consistency in uh on-screen appearance hook again offering a chip and uh, this time, Dante Morton, Martin accepting said Dante chip. Morton, yes. <laughs> Ricky Dante Morton Downey uh, Jr. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> accepted the chip and then walked across the table and was like, fuck y'all, I'm out. And did, left Tony and Leo Rush like, the fuck just happened? Did, did you see the back and forth on Twitter with uh, Dante and Darius? No. So Dante, uh, you know, after Dynamite aired, he just posted the, uh, the Team Taz shirt, which says, you know, FTW. Uh-huh. since 1987 or whatever he just posts the logo and then like 20 minutes later darius posts it but he rearranged the letters in photoshop so it's just wtf yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, nice i thought that was well done excellent work by the brothers there uh i i'm sure there's going to be some sort of shenaniganry like what he signed wasn't really for the contract or something like that but we'll see we'll see um so we then had the TBS championship tournament match, Thunder Rosa versus Jamie Hayter. This match fucking ruled. I love this. Fucking love Jamie Hayter. <laughs> on multiple levels. Unequivocally. Uh yes, on and for many different reasons. Yes. Yeah, no, she is fucking great. Thunder Rosa continues to be awesome and uh hell hell of a lot of chemistry between these two women. Uh, yes, yes there was. Uh this was an athletic match in every sense of the word. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I was getting to work out. Yeah, uh, they beat they beat the piss out of each other. I'm, yeah, uh, just straight up, uh, hard nosed, great fucking match. Very Rosa hard. ends up winning after uh, avoiding a super kick from Britt Baker. Hater goes down, and we get a roll Let's up. See. So Rosa will be facing Jade Cargill in the semifinals of the tournament. I'm starting to think Rosa's going to the finals. By the way. You think she's going to beat Jade? I think she's going to beat Jade. I think. Is Red Velvet going to cost Jade Cargill the match? Probably, because God, God knows that. Damn it. End. Why is Red Velvet a thing? I mean, the cake, I enjoy. Yeah. There's some buttercream icing on there. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Let's the stir that up. Does fucking nothing for me. Yeah. No, not good. Very bad. Not a fan. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Jamie Hayter, Britt Baker got into a little spat afterwards, which by the time of Rampage, at least they seem to have worked out. So yeah, we'll see if there was some underlying resentment remaining. Chris Jericho was asked backstage by uh, Alex Marvez about what's next for Chris Jericho. And he gets interrupted by 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. Yeah, these guys uh, making all kinds of enemies. Yeah. Uh, and he made fun of Matt Lee's head saying he's a square head, which, you know, honestly, he's not wrong. Kind of square. Yeah. And said if they ever interrupt him again, he'll knock their teeth down their throat. This would come into play on Rampage. Ah. Britt Baker, Rebel, and Tony Schiavone were having friends giving backstage. Baker said it started off poorly because Thunder Rosa won, but it's okay. I'm still champion. Which made Tony Schiavone go, oh, yeah, uh, there's a video screen over here. And it underlined the fact that Riho was never properly eliminated from the all-out battle royal over two months ago. Wow. So they were going to have a very special Black Friday deal match on Rampage, where if Riho beat Britt Baker, she will earn an AEW Women's World Championship match. Mm-hmm. 
Then we had Brian Danielson versus Colt Cabana. This is where uh, apparently a lot of time got shaved because of oh, really? the uh, aforementioned punk uh, yeah. MJF promo okay. battle going long. So they cut this match a bit short. But uh, all you really need to know is Brian Danielson beat the piss out of Colt Cabana to the point of knocking a crown out of his mouth. It's a good thing they have a uh, DMD on staff to, to help out with that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Colt has to visit Britsburg to get that crown reattached. And then post-match, uh, Danielson was interviewed by Tony Schiavone, said, uh, uh, you know, when I debuted at All Out, I got a very different reaction. It strikes me that the fans here might be fickle. So ah, the fickle. Back. Love it. Uh, he said he didn't just uh, kick uh, Colt Cabana's head in. He kicked his teeth out. He offered to kick any of the Dark Order's heads in, saying he's going to uh, go to Atlanta and beat up whichever one they put in front of him. And uh, he said, now, Hangman Page. And, of course, that's when Hangman Page's music hit. Gotta out get that came, pop, baby. Yes, indeed. Out came Hangman Page wearing his gear, carrying the yeah. AEW world title. Page made it clear, saying, I will defend the AEW world championship right here, right now. Danielson says, you know what? Offering me a fight after I've already wrestled? That's not cowboy shit. That's coward shit. That's a Vince McMahon line, but I'll let it slide. Yeah. And then Paige still wanted to fight, offered Danielson the first shot. So Danielson slaps the piss out of him. <laughs> they brawl. Paige looks to go for the buckshot lariat. Danielson bails to all the booze. Yeah. No, that's I mean, it's good. You know, I like that they're getting physical uh, this mm-hmm. early on in the feud. Uh, to I, I mean, I guess Battle of the Bells is when this will happen, right? Yeah, I, I, it feels like either think. that or, or I, I would say it's more likely to be Battle of the Belts, but they do have winters coming coming up, right? So I, I, I don't know um, because I feel like you need a little more. You need a couple more Dark Order members to get beat up first. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, we'll we'll talk about it in a minute, but it's going to be Allen Angels on Wednesday, right? So. Uh, I assume then if they keep doing one per week when they're in Long Island, I, I said this last week, that's where John Silver is at least billed from. I don't know if he actually is from Long Island, but uh, Danielson. Well, I think the Beaver Boys are from New York. Uh, but I'm, I'm just saying Danielson versus uh, John Silver should be fucking awesome. Hell yeah. Let's so, go. Totally cool with that. We had the eight-man tag main eventing. Malachi Black, Andrade El Idolo, and FTR of Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler. Going against the team of Cody Rhodes and the Death Triangle of Pac, Penta L0M, and Ray Phoenix. The first time fucking Death Triangle had been in a match together since March 2020. Holy shit, really? Yes, uh, as a trio. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's, uh, that's crazy. Well, this was a PWG special, and I was yes. 100% there for it. Yeah, uh, there's, uh, Brian Alvarez always describes these matches uh, for Dynamite as a party match. And uh, I, I think sure. I think it's an apt description because it's literally does bring all your spots, guys. We'll we'll do all of them. Yeah, uh, and I have no complaints about it. Yeah, I mean aside from Cody being involved, but yeah, that's... Uh, I will say this match basically underlined for me that Pac, Dax Harwood, and Phoenix might be like three of the best workers in the company because yeah, they the were country. all running traffic through this one. Yeah, fucking Pac is so good. Super underrated too. Yeah. Uh, but this match was awesome. This match was fun. It, it, you know, it, it had everything you wanted. It had a crowd booing Cody. It had them throwing his belt back. It had uh, uh, Arn and Tully getting face to face with each other. Uh, yeah. And beating yeah. the crap out of uh, Andrade's Jose? buddy Jose. Yeah. Um, 
there were like four managers out there. Yeah. Because you it also was, had Alex Abrahantes. Yeah, it was it was a little silly and ridiculous, but it was so much fun. Uh, the finish, Pac looks like he's going to hit the red arrow on uh, Andrade. Uh, Malachi Black pops up, hits the mist into Pac's face. Pac goes down. Pac gets caught by the Hammerlock, Hammerlock DDT by Andrade, uh, who pulled out the tiny pants about halfway through the match. Yeah, he did. Uh, he went full Tai Chi and ripped those bitches off halfway yeah. through. And uh, ended up getting the win. The heels get to fight another day, and there's going to be more on this on uh, Dynamite on Wednesday, which we'll talk can we, about. Can we make it Pack versus Cody to to avenge the L there? Let's fucking go. Uh, I mean, I, I'd love for us to get there, but that's not where we're heading next. Uh, Damn but, it. Uh, to talk about what we've got coming up on the two shows, let's very quickly talk about what happened on Rampage. Strong beat right there. Strong beat. Yes, it's it's very, very good. Um, only three matches, of course, because it's only a uh, an hour-long show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Cole and Bobby Fish defeat the best friends team of Orange Casting, Wheeler, Yuta. Yuta ate the pin after an Shocker. avalanche falcon arrow by okay. Bobby Fish, which... Robert uh, Fish picked up a W. Yeah, he finally got a pin. Uh, <laughs> good, good for Bobbert, but... Uh, that looked brutal. I will say this is kind of a coming out party for Wheeler Yuta because the crowd was super into him and he got some very, very big spots, including Good. probably the prettiest just like body splash to the floor I've ever seen. Okay. Just gorgeous cross body to the floor. Um, so that was super fun. Uh, we had a backstage interview where Tony Schiavone interviewed pretty decent Tony Nice. Oh, yeah, and, he's around. Uh <laughs> Tony Schiavone had a line where he said that Tony Nese has been really impressing people in ring. What? Now, I admit that Tony Nese has had matches on Dark. Oh, okay. He has. I didn't know that. Okay. However, fucking no one watches Dark. You need to specify <laughs> that shit, Tony. Yeah. That's That goes to all the Tonys. The, I was going to say, I was. The I writing Tony, did. the interviewing Tony, and the being interviewed Tony. All you need to clear that you're doing this on dark. Anyway, I think we got too many Tonys now. The, 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 our capacity of Tonys has been met. Yeah. So, suddenly Greg Helms makes sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Anyway, pretty decent. Tony niece threw out a challenge to Sammy Guevara for the TNT championship. Sammy got right in his face, accepted the challenge. And then Tony niece punches him in the taped up ribs, sending Sammy directly to the ground, which is not pretty really dick. the best look for the champion. But hey, we're gonna oh, get dang. that on Wednesday. Okay, all right. It, has Tony Nese signed? I guess he's got a T-shirt. Okay, I don't remember getting. I don't remember seeing the Tony Nese's All Elite uh, tweet. Yeah, he he hasn't gone that fleet. far at least. While eating a beet <laughs> and drinking something sweet, delicious. And then Matt Hardy came by and said, "Delete." <laughs> Sorry. And, and then Quentin Tarantino looked at some feet and eat id his jeet i don't know i'm out <laughs> i want to see how long you would go i'll be honest uh reho uh, defeated Britt baker she will be getting a future world title shot this match was wow. loads of fun my one problem was jamie Hader came out and really didn't seem to be super grumpy about okay. uh, hanging out with them but reho Riho has such an incredible in-ring charisma it's hard to describe like how much she gets the crowd behind her 
I think it's because um, she's just so fucking tiny. I, I think you're right. Uh, and she has so much fight and the, the fighting spirit. I mean, she pretty much, you know, yeah. imbues that 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 fighting spirit for such a such a little 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 lady. Yeah, it's great. It's very, very good. Uh, and then the main event was Eddie Kingston versus Daniel Garcia. They beat the piss out of each other, as you would hope they would. Yeah. Uh, a lot of strikes. Uh Kingston uh, goes for the spinning back fist. Garcia ducks. Kingston comes right back around with the other spinning back fist. Nice. Hell yeah. And that was the finish. Post-match 2.0 jumps Eddie Kingston. Chris Jericho left the commentary desk and made the save, but Kingston did not want the save. So uh, I guess we're going to have the uneasy tag team of Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho going uh, against 2.0 and Daniel pride and powerful right fucking there yeah we do we do and you know what proud and powerful has a history with eddie kingston yeah i know like that would be fucking great yeah chris jericho is you know he's doesn't have to be poochie on screen at all the time no especially when he's he's on one show yelling for an hour yeah god oh that's making me not want to watch rampage now knowing that he was on commentary but hey, Wednesday night on Dynamite this week, we've got Cody Rhodes versus Andrade El Idolo in an Atlanta street fight, which means I think they're going to start chucking peaches at each other. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> we've got the TBS title quarterfinal of Ruby Soho against Chris Ket- Easy for me to say, Chris Statlander. Hell yeah, that match should roll. Yeah, they've been pushing it as a big deal, so I assume that's yeah. going to get some time. We're going to have Brian Danielson versus Allen Five Angels. Four Angels. Billy and Colton Gunn against Sting and Darby Allen. That's, that's oh wow, they're doing that already. Yeah, that's been announced so far for Dynamite, and then Rampage. That'll be the TNT title match between Sammy Guevara and Tony Nese. And most interestingly, a two out of three falls AEW World Tag Team Title match between the Lucha Brothers and FTR. Wow. Okay. So that that's the entire sh- uh, announced card, which makes sense because I mean, if it's gonna be three falls, you know, that's yeah, technically three matches, yeah, uh, or at least two. Yes. So, uh, Lucha <laughs> Bros, FTR. <laughs> though it's being taped on Wednesday, that will be twenty four hours before they go against each other at Triple Mania. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. The other so. interesting Triple Mania uh, development, if we're just to talk AAA for a minute, yeah. is the now vacant AAA Mega Championship held by Kenny Omega, who had to uh, relinquish it due to his injuries and uh, upcoming surgeries, yeah. is now a five-way – is five, right? Yes. Five-way? Yeah. It so, is uh, Jay Lethal. <laughs> fucking Jay Lethal. For whatever fucking reason. Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish. Bandito. Uh-huh. Samurai uh, del Sol. Samurai del Sol and, and Vikingo. Vikingo. Yeah, there. Who was his re- Kenny yeah. Omega's original opponent? So what a <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Let take take away the the accusations and possible overall shittiness. Even let's put on the positive side that great match he had a week and a half ago on Dynamite. Uh-huh. Why the fuck is Jay Lethal in Triple A? Why is Bobby Fish in Triple A? Uh, because they're bodies. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have an answer. I don't have an answer a, for this. What a it's weird. like we got all these visas now. We need to bring some white boys over to, 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 well, to fill them out. Well, a white boy and, and a, oh yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, close your eyes, Jay Lethal. You know, Americans. We need to bring yes, some Americans yeah, over. Exactly. I apologize. Exactly. That was insensitive Just, of me. What a what a weird what a weird mixture of people. 
I mean, it's AAA, man. That is as carny as pro wrestling gets in 2021 is AAA. Well, in that case, I'm surprised he didn't sign Enzo and Cass to be on the fucking card. Well, they'll be there. Oh, they'll uh, okay. they'll they'll attack the the psycho clowns uh, or the Laparkas, uh, and then you know not uh, not tell anybody about it. <laughs> and then Bully Ray will say it's uh, it was his idea. Yeah, because uh, that's real heat, and, brother. That's real. Try and try and pitch a Triple A to hire him because he's a he's a legend, <laughs> and I will load a gun with one bullet and end my life. <laughs> that's grim. Bye. <laughs> The Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast fueled by coffee, pizza rolls, and the stench of dirty litter boxes. Follow Christoph and Marty on Twitter at RoughHouseSGW, at Facebook.com slash The Rough House Podcast, and at Patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast for early access to episodes, exclusive podcasts, Rough House Redos, and Rough House Divided movie trivia games. New episodes drop every single Monday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Subscribe, motherfuckers! This is the, the Rough, House, Rough Pod- House uh podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Marty and my least favorite man on the planet, Christoph. You saw what the McMahon family did for Daniel Bryan to turn him into a business acceptable contender. Here's what we'll do for you. We can turn you into a corporate entity that people will respect, will fear, and will pay attention to. Someone that draws money. Someone that sells merchandise. Someone to be one note. Someone to shove down the crowd's throats. So you've got long hair, and you can bounce around the ring in exciting ways. What you need is jean shorts, colorful t-shirts, and a salute. Let's just say you're an indie darling, and people are really looking forward to your debut. El Generico. Here's what you need. A bright t-shirt, the most generic of salutes, and jean shorts. McMahon McMakeovers. We have Arizona jeans on speed dial. Now say you're someone in a tag team that was really lighting up the indie circuit, and you're looking to make it in the big league. We'll fire your partner, give you a salute, slap a colorful t-shirt on you, and give you the freshest pair of jean shorts you've ever seen. Or say you have thousands of moves, everything from figure four leg locks, missile drop kicks, brain busters, to shooting star presses, plus great Greco-Roman mat skills. That's not what you need. What you need is a shoulder tackle, a bright t-shirt, a salute, and some jean shorts. McMahon McMakeovers. No color is too bright, no salute too generic, no shorts undenimed. Maybe you're a stewing, brooding, dark, mysterious character from Parts Unknown whose backstory people are dying to know more about. Well, how about we send you off to visit some sick kids, give them a salute and a bright color t-shirt, and you're going to be wearing jean shorts. At McMahon McMakeovers, we can turn you into who we need you to be. McMahon McMakeovers. Bye-bye.